podcast. Wake up. It's Friday. Did you punch Monday in the face? Did you make Monday through Thursday your Saturday? I hope you don't live for the Friday and Saturday people. Today I'm bringing to you my thoughts on my Italy trip this summer and how it made me a better human being. I guarantee you'll get some value from this one. And most of it should sink into that mushy stuff between your ears. Let's go. What's up, podcast, and welcome to another episode of In Between. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to go into some stats of the podcast. I like to be fully transparent like this. I think it's really cool to know how far along, you know, your favorite show has come. So since starting back in September, September 16th, we're just a few listens away from 300 across seven platforms. Now these platforms include, but are not inclusive to Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, and Radio Public. I need to say this because I don't say it enough, even though it's at the end of every episode. Thank you so, so much. It means the world to me. I love stats. I'm obsessed with them, but I don't let them define what I do here. To me, the stats only show me that people are interested. If that number was one, I'd be like, cool, one person finds my stuff intriguing. Even if people didn't listen, I'd still be pumping out content because I just like to do it. Now that that's out of the way, hope you find the stats interesting. Let's get into the show. Traveling to different countries is something that everyone should experience. It grants newfound perspectives on life. Prior to this summer, the last time I traveled was about 13 years ago, and it was to the Caribbean islands. And it was on a cruise, so it doesn't really count. But back then, I was too young to appreciate the gift of travel. So here I am now with a newfound perspective on my life, and I just feel the need to put it out there on social media and to the universe. My summer trip to Italy lasted about 33 days and was 100% paid for by others. I was accompanied by my girlfriend and her father, who was also our tour guide, being a Roman native. That first statement really needed to be said. I'm not scared or embarrassed to admit that the beautiful pictures that you see on my Instagram at official Marco Atanasi were all paid for by my parents and my girlfriend's father. All of them contributed to grant me my $3,800 Italy trip. And I do apologize for the voice still getting over a cold it's now moved to the to a cough so just bear with me my voice might sound a little deeper than usual
Every morning while I was in Italy, I would think about a few things. Gratitude, self-awareness, and hard work. These would be some of the things that I continue to preach throughout my various episodes, whether it's in between, whether it's my origin series, or the new my.fm episode that just dropped. I really want to talk about gratitude, self-awareness, and hard work, and how it came out of this trip. We're going to start with gratitude first, and it, because it has to be my major takeaway. As a recent, I guess, conscious practitioner of gratitude, you know, I know there's this, I guess, stigma around having to think about being good, but I don't think there's anything wrong with being calculated with your good intent. I think, I think that being thoughtful behind your intent is, is really important. You know, no one is just passively an amazing person. Like, there has to be thoughts going through people's heads. For some, some people definitely have to think more and try harder than others to be good people. But nonetheless, there's good people all around us putting in various amounts of effort. Now... I can definitely testify to the natural energy that pours out from being grateful and being driven by gratefulness or gratitude. When you're grateful for those who have helped you along in life or your circumstances, you tend to want to give back in the most positive of ways. And there's this responsibility that I feel towards those who have put me on, primarily my parents. I feel like I need to settle the score or do whatever I can do to make their lives easier and happier. In my mind, for me to do anything else besides that would be negligent. So what exactly am I grateful for? Aside from being born a human, not during the Dark Ages or the Great Depression, I'm extremely grateful for my circumstances. I'm a 25-year-old with a university degree and parents that support me no matter what. I have a little brother who I absolutely adore, and I'm extremely lucky to have gotten a younger brother at this age. You know, I think it's really a special thing. It, it, he kind of came into my life just as, you know, I started thinking about parenthood and all that. Not that having a child is something that is, you know, in my lens anytime soon. That is way, way, way in the future. But I am much more in tune with, I guess, that parental side of me now more than ever. Um, and, you know, I feel... I, I definitely feel more than a brother to him.
If you've listened to my previous episodes, you know, my origin story, for example. If you listen to part six, which, you know, spoiler alert, is going to be dropping soon. Can't really give an exact date at the moment. But if you've listened to part five till the very end, you'll know that, you know, something happened with university. You'll know in part six how much I really had to endure and how much learning I had to endure. Aside from OSAP, I received a lot of financial support from my parents. On top of that, as a graduation present, my parents decided to send me anywhere in the world of my choice, paid for by them. At the time that they proposed this to me, I was still one semester away from finishing school. I still had a lot of hatred towards myself for what I considered to be wasting my parents' money. I didn't quite understand why they were doing it or even why I deserved it, but they would always tell me that I've earned it. This didn't make sense to me until I had secured my employment with the company I work for now three months after my final semester. Self-awareness is another interesting takeaway. Why do you do what you do? What are you really good at? If you could do one thing all day, what would it be? These are all really important questions that we should be asking ourselves more often. For me, these questions are somewhat difficult to answer. So let me take a minute to answer some of them to the best of my ability. What do I, why do I do what I do? So I work at the company that, you know, I'm going to be very vague here, folks, because the company I work for, there's various reasons as to why they don't necessarily not that they don't they're they're protective of how they are i guess mentioned let's say that so for those purposes and you know the fact that i've been at the job for a little over three months now still relatively new for me i'd like to stay here much longer (laughs) excuse me I wouldn't want to be terminated because of some silly reason. Um, Not that I think that that would happen. Excuse me. But I work at the company that I work for because I want to be on the executive team someday. It's also a brand new industry to me. Excuse me. Um, The industry I'm talking about is the building materials industry. Now, um, the program I'm part of, specific to the company, it's exposing me to a lot of different aspects of the business. It's exposing me to the operations side of things, purchasing, sales, what it's like to run a business, 
I used to work Sundays as a security guard for extra cash, but now I run a podcast. And I also sell things online. I just fell in love with the flip game after I sold a uh, Fit for Less gym bag for $5, believe it or not. And um, I was hooked ever since. The online business I kind of managed throughout the week as well. But Saturday is really dedicated, or not Saturday, but Saturday and Sunday is really dedicated to A, making sure that the podcast episodes, social media is all covered for the week so that I don't have to lift a finger and checking to see if there's any good deals, anything, anything at all that I can flip. I also volunteer as a career mentor for Ryerson University undergrads who are about to transition into the workforce. I'm a business mentor at Ryerson, mentoring several entrepreneurs. These are, you know, older kids, but I've also been approved by the Learning Partnership to be a business mentor um, for much younger kids, ranging anywhere from grade one to grade 12. So I'm really excited and looking forward to that. I devote my time <coughs> and energy into the organization that I work for and whoever I mentor because I, I love to give advice and guide those who need it. It's also my way of saying thank you, specific to Ryerson, who brought me, or that brought me, many connections and taught me a lot about myself. Again, pay attention to Origin Story Part 6. You'll see exactly what I mean. What am I really good at? Now, this is where it gets a little tricky. If I could zoom in on one thing that I think I'm really good at, it would have to be the volunteer work I do with Ryerson's Tri-Mentorship Program, um, the DMZ mentoring uh, entrepreneurs, uh, fresh founders who have just started businesses. And I'm sure I'm gonna absolutely crush it at this school that I'm, uh, that I'm anxiously waiting to be introduced to. I, I know I give great advice to those who come to me with problems, but I'm also great at just listening if that's what the person needs at the moment. Next, if I could do one thing all day, what would it be? This is another tricky question, but one that I feel fairly confident in answering. I love building and creating. When I worked for New Persona, I created their HR department. And I did that during my final two semesters of my undergrad. Additionally, I went through the recruitment process that I created and hired several employees for the company. After New Persona, I moved on to several other startups where I basically did the same thing. And I did this by actually 
going to incubators and networking with these different founders and seeing exactly where they were stuck. And I made it my mission to unstuck them. <laughs> to me, it wasn't very stressful juggling school, work, family, you know, girlfriend, friends. I, I loved the process of building and creating for businesses. If I could build and create all day for the rest of my life, I'd be extremely happy. Next, we're going to look at hard work. If you've been listening to my in-between series, you'd know that I'm an extreme advocate of hard work. You know this because I've said multiple times what my schedule is like on a daily basis. And I've gone in depth as to why hard work is the answer. It's a simple answer to a lot of people's problems, actually. I just wish that there was a way to show people what working hard looks like after 10 years. If you listened to the pilot episode of My.FM, one of the people I spoke to, actually, this applies to all three of them, to be honest, all three of the guys, Femi, Michael, Yahaya, all of them have been entrepreneurs for the past decade, longer than I have. So they know what the payoff looks like. They know what hard work looks like, and they know what they know what working hard looks like after 10 years and just seeing, you know, tending to your plants, you know, just seeing the progress. Some people are only interested in short-term results and they behave accordingly. I'm much more interested in how many people show up at my funeral than I am by how much money I have at the end of my life. Once upon a time, I had the idea to start a business that, you know, this is around 18. Um, this matched pupils of martial arts with instructors and gyms based on various particulars on both, you know, the instructor and the pupil. For example, um, what personality type is the instructor? Do they vibe with the pupil? Um, what kind of, you know, is the pupil looking for a guy instructor or a woman instructor? Um, what kind of temperament, you know? <coughs> Excuse me. How far away are they willing to travel? What is their price point? Stuff like that. I thought of this based on the fact that it's nearly impossible to find every dojo around you without accidentally stumbling upon it. Google only tells you who advertises harder than the smaller gyms. I figured I could provide value to everyone by exposing the smaller gyms and giving customers more options to customize their training experience. I told everyone about this idea and they all thought it sounded great. But eventually they started asking about the idea and when I planned on starting it. 
The problem was that there was a lot of talk, but not enough doing. The truth is, I was terrified of starting a business and going all in. Why? Because I was still in university and I was afraid to drop out. I didn't want to fail and ruin my chances of graduating from a respectable university. I didn't want to take the leap and drop out of university and then fall flat on my face when the business didn't work. At the heart of that decision to not act is really a hard truth. The hard truth being that I didn't want to put in the work. I definitely wasn't entrepreneurial back then, but that's all changed now. I used to work two jobs, and when I say jobs, I mean sources of income, two, jo two jobs that paid me money, my Monday to Friday, and then my Sunday. Now, interestingly enough, my Monday to Friday is still the same, eight hours, right, 40 hour work week. But I spend about 30, about 20 to 30 hours a week on more entrepreneurial things than I've ever done before. Running a podcast, flipping items online. There's also some other projects that are in the works, but, you know, I have to kind of bite my tongue. The key takeaway really is that whatever your excuse is, right? At the heart of it is not doing. Whatever your excuse is, it's a reason to not do. And I think the even harder truth is that Humans don't want to put in the work. They really don't. I think humans are very, they like to find a little cozy spot and kind of nestle in, you know? Anyways, that's just my take. This was actually taken from a LinkedIn article. My own, of course. But, you know, there, were, there are some nuances here. It's funny because looking back on the article, you know, that article was actually a test pilot for um, a podcast that I was planning on started, starting called Own the Truth. Let me know if you've heard of it. So it's, uh, it's just interesting to see, you know, how the vision becomes a reality. What did you think about this? I'm curious to know. Not only about this episode, but my voice. Are you into the deeper sound? I, to be honest, I've been getting a lot of positive reviews on the voice.
people love that it's a lot deeper than usual and i i I, i'm sorry folks i wish i could be sick all my life so i could just sound like this but unfortunately i can't maybe with some some editing you know i can get my editor on that but (laughs) um for now we'll just be going with however my voice sounds you know if i inhale some helium you're going to be hearing that if i've got a cough you're going to be hearing that and if i'm just my regular self you'll be hearing my regular voice hope you have a wonderful wonderful saturday it's bound to be a gorgeous one take care Podcast, thank you so much for listening to today's In Between. Remember to give this episode, and that podcast for that matter, a like, share, favorite, applause, or whatever algorithm the platform you're listening on favors the most. If you love the podcast and my truth, go ahead and check out my Instagram at official Marco Atanasi, Twitter at Italian Merchant, SoundCloud at Marco Polo, and my LinkedIn at linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash M-A-R-C-O dash A-T-T-A-N-A-S-I. Whatever your truth is, don't be afraid of it, ashamed of it, or embarrassed by it. And most importantly, do not give your two thoughts about what other people think of it. In other words, own your truth. I'll see you next time.